The Evening Brothers are proud to present Twinkie Talks! Welcome to Twinkie Talk. This is uh, this is the uh, cinematic punishment from three bespoke white gentlemen. This is our Halloween episode. I am Brother John. Uh, hello, everyone. Right now, I'm dressed up as Spider-Man, and I am Brother Lincoln. <laughs> oh, shoot. Sorry, I forgot to tell you. I'm dressed up as uh, the concept of a podcast. So <laughs> it's, it's an incredibly just, impressive costume. Thanks. It's spot on. Just picture that. <laughs> and I am Brother Preston, uh, who is dressed exactly like you would imagine a podcaster to be dressed. It's a real meta commentary. <laughs> hey, uh, behind the veil a little bit. It's actually true today in this moment. That is, that is actually the case. <laughs> so I so burdened the- you guys with the uh, knowledge of the movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes, you did. How I have a couple. I have a couple feeling? opening questions. If okay, you don't mind. great. <laughs> the first question, I guess, is like, how how do you expect us to talk about this movie? Because it feels like it's in a way kind of like ahead of us. Like it feels like it kind of gets gets our vibe. It kind of gets what we would have made fun of and is like ready to laugh at that. And then it like does its that own. ahead of us. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I expect us to talk about it because this is our job now. We've decided this is our career. Um, and I know, yeah, no, I know it, why a, you expect us to talk. It's a valid question, though, because I, I definitely about halfway through, I was like, we can, we can and will go through this like beat for beat on the plot. But the plot is just that there are killer clowns from outer space. Like it's not. Yeah, pretty much. It, yeah. There's no not a lot of turns on this bad boy. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be fun. You guys have to be funny this time. So that'll be interesting. <laughs> for the first time ever for this comedy podcast, the hosts are being expected to be funny. We've chosen to be funny for this one. Uh, no, I would say I would say if we're if we're laying down some ground rules, I think if you have a thought and you think that's not really on topic, but maybe a little bit it is, go on ahead and bring it up because we'll probably need it to bad for time. Okay. 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 Did you have other uh, opening questions? Speaking of padding for time. <laughs> um i'm trying to think i don't i don't know if i that was the main question it's just kind of watching this movie and and knowing knowing that the kind of people that we are would have made this kind of movie yeah that's right i felt oddly called out by a lot of the like (laughs) the in jokes (laughs) all right okay well let's uh let's get started this is our do you guys have anything like what do you get what's how's halloween looking for you guys (laughs) I already went to a Halloween party, so that That's was really fun. Really early. What? How was that? Uh, the invitation said wear a costume, and I was the only one in a costume. <laughs> that's that's incredibly Yikes. rough. And actually, we're never going to talk about the the movie at all. So, what? Tell us everything about what happened. In that. Well, luckily, I had my Spider-Man costume that I'm wearing right now. Um, but it's the it's the red sweatshirt with a spray painted spider like that he has in the wrestling match in the first movie. And so once I showed up and everyone's like, oh, you're dressed in costume. And I had the mask on and the gloves and the shoes and everything. (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And no one else is dressed up. And so I just kind of subtly put away the mask and the the gloves. And then I was like, I'm just wearing a, 
I'm just wearing a like cool Spider-Man sweatshirt now and blue pants. So, okay. So actually now I am genuinely interested in this. Did you, who, what, where was the miscommunication? It said, it said costumes aren't required, but they're very highly encouraged. Oh, that was your mistake. Okay. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. 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 That's why you bring an extra set of clothes and then you watch people going in. And if none of them look like Bowser <laughs> from the Mario Brothers movie, you have to you have to dress in your normal clothes. Yeah, that was that's probably where I went wrong. I think it definitely is. <laughs> but I had a great time anyways. It was it was fine. That's rough. So killer I'm so sorry, Lincoln. We're just we're striking out. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you think that was gonna just be such a rich vein of, of comedy and jokes? You know, do you do, is that not like a sitcom situation? <laughs> I guess it kind of is. But it's the point. It's part of the sitcom where you feel really bad for the main character. And then he has a heart to heart with his adopted father. That's true. Mm-hmm. How is Craig, by the way? Oh, he's fine. He loves me for who I am. Oh, congratulations. You found one. <laughs> uh, so kill the clouds from outer space. What did you guys think? I want to hear your both of your just original thoughts on this movie. I, this is a movie where, where as I was watching it, I kept thinking they really, the, as far as like the concept of, hey, we're going to have killer clowns from outer space, they really leaned into that concept and spent absolutely zero time explaining how and why the clowns are there. Just that, yeah. hey, clowns, popcorn guns, cotton candy cocoons. Yeah. Boom. We're just committing Don't really hard to this yeah, bit. Much. We're not going to tell Don't you any it. backstory or lore or anything like that. You're just here. You're along for the ride. It's a very, very simple, very honest movie, which which yeah, I, I, I can appreciate, appreciate and applaud. Um, and that I, I don't know if I can recommend to anybody to ever watch ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought, well... When the when the movie turns on and there's a bespoke theme song, oh yeah, that is like an electric version of Entrance of the Gladiators, and then the song, the lyrics come in and it's about killer clowns. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I can't. I do not have it in me to hate any movie with its own bespoke theme song. That's right. <laughs> like I just can't, especially not one that slaps as hard as this one does. Yeah, exactly. Wow, this is so good. I, I was expecting you guys to just tear this one a new one, and I'm so happy because I, <laughs> I legitimately, unironically love this movie. I was so worried this was going to be like a like a Dune thing for Lincoln where he's like, yeah, this is, yeah, this is stupid, man. This, su- this sucks. And then he just cries in a little corner. I mean, we, we have only been recording for six minutes and 53 seconds. There's more than enough time to tear this movie a new one and i think we will definitely yeah. get there <laughs> but you guys but said something good about it the, <laughs> that's not true of cue the winged serpent <laughs> that's true you know i definitely had a thought a couple times during this movie like mm, this might be the worst movie we watched but it's not cue the winged serpent <laughs> <laughs> and, and that that thought gave me so, comfort and strength to, to carry on watching. <laughs> what I'm hearing is that I've broadened your horizons. Not in the direction you'd sort of want it to go, but I've broadened them. I'd, I'd say this this podcast has done a pretty good job of that. Great. Okay, so we open with just random teens in a random town. They're walking around. One guy has a two bags just chock-a-block full of beer with the cans just say beer on them, a thing I beer. love. I love that so much. I made a note of it as well. <laughs> we need that kind of branding, honestly, like in life. I want to just yeah. stuff that says chips on it. That's all I want. Just chips. chips. Beer. No. Cheese. What kind? 
cheese. It's, it's, it's cheese. It's kind. cheese. What do you mean? It's the milk milk based kind. <laughs> it's a it's a it's meat. I don't. What more do you want? <laughs> Where did it come from? Animal. <laughs> uh, uh, next, we go to a lover's lane type situation. They call it the top of the world, uh, where people are all getting nasty, and they uh, well, they're getting they're getting PG. They're nasty. getting sorry, they're getting nasty, and they um, <laughs> they uh, they're interrupted. It's just like a like a like a low key nasty. Um, <laughs> interrupted by an ice cream truck with a giant clown on it, a thing that is horrifying in the real world and this movie. Yes, yeah. Uh, and um, we are introduced to Rich and Paul Terenzi, I believe was the name of the the Terenzi brothers. Um, mm-hmm. You guys have no concept of who that what that what their names are. I'm realizing that in this moment. And no, no, I, no. I. I, wrote a I lot have of a names. line that says Rich and Paul names are important. Oh good. Okay. <laughs> I, I made a specific note to write down everyone's name so we could know who you're talking What's about. What's up? Me too. Okay, good. But I, don't know. I have a couple notes I want to say before Please kick in. this moment. Before. <laughs> um Yeah, cuz there's a scene at the like make out point where they're listening to like a a smooth jazz radio station. Yeah. And the radio DJ like knows about Makeout Point, <laughs> right? And he knows about that. That's the teens are kissing up and up in the parking lot. And I just, I don't know. I, I would really like a bespoke Tread radio lightly. station so just lightly. for, just for me, just for like a specific location <laughs> in a specific time. I see. I see. So wait, is your idea like a radio station that follows you around, or just like if I drive up to the mountains and it's like, hey? Are you listening while you're driving up to the mountains? <laughs> well, good on you. Here's some cool tunes to drive up to the mountains with. That like, that's nice. about as, as specific as it is in this movie. And it's just like Gregorian chanting. <laughs> <laughs> of course. That'd be cool. I'm into that. I thought for you a kept second. Saying, Tread lightly. Well, I, I thought for a second you were going to say, <laughs> I would just love it if we could find a spot for people to just make out with reckless abandon, just at their will. And I think that that's. <laughs> kind of a weird goal and I, I was like so sure that that's what you were gonna say <laughs> do you remember being in high school and like having a mental note of like places that you could make out well, in Lincoln, or like i was fat in high school so no <laughs> it really didn't cross my mind i didn't kiss a single person until after high school and yet i had like a mental checklist of like oh these are all the places i could go yeah but the possibility was there for you is all i'm saying <laughs> Fun stuff. Um, so then we are introduced to a couple. This is... Hold on. I wrote their names later. Fun stuff. <laughs> uh, you sound like a teacher who wants to get back on topic. Anyway, this is all. We were having fun today. Um, <laughs> so the next thing that happens. We're introduced to Debbie. Yes, the next thing that happens is we meet Debbie and... Hold on. Not Dave. Mike. Mike and Debbie. They're making Mike and out Debbie. in a raft in a car, which I think is insane. But also, I guess... Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> Raft. Raft in car. Sure. Preston, as our as our <laughs> resident uh, adventure expert, would you say a raft is the ideal... Sorry, excuse me. A raft in a car is the ideal make-out situation? Uh, no. For adventure purposes, of course. No. I, I, I would think that, you know, just like some sleeping pads would be a more ideal situation. Nice. Okay, follow-up question. Well, hang on. Before before that, 
Lincoln was sorry. I didn't know you had more. No, 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 no. That's the my thought. I just wanted to ask Lincoln was on a raft in the back of a car. Was that on your list of high school makeout spots? It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> Actually, it was in a canoe in the back of a minivan. So <laughs> that's that's. <laughs> Is the canoe stabilized at all? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> and the uh, minivan is running. Uh, <laughs> hey, baby. Whoa. We got Oh, man. Okay. That was my. Whoa. Stupid. All right. What was your question, Lincoln? Sorry, it was, it was that was important to ask. So, so you you said that it was not most optimal for for making out purposes, but what about like potential safety, you know, disaster preparedness purposes? So, like maybe they're ju- they just had a lot of forethought. They're like, what if there's a flood? I at the top of a mountain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if there's a really really extreme flash flood what if we have to jump out of a plane I, like in temple of doom <laughs> i have this this great image of this couple of this guy who's sitting up at this this makeout point and he just sees this flood rising from the distance and he looks over at sally whoever he's with and goes i told you babe i told you today's the day <laughs> Fucking finally. And the water just come rising <laughs> into their and they float out on their rafts. I've had this raft in the back of this truck for eight years and it finally paid it's off. It's finally time. I have insisted that we made out in this raft since I was eighteen, and that was obviously eight years ago. All these people are full grown oh, adults. For sure, yeah. It actually took me a second when we saw the guy with beer, how like it took me a long time to figure out that the cop would be like thrown off that that's a teen with beer instead of just like a 23 year old with beer when he says they're my friend from school i just assume he's talking about grad school <laughs> right yeah like, <laughs> i'm getting my postdoc <laughs> uh we are uh, we meet uh, i had their names mm, debbie and debbie and mike mike thank you lincoln uh and they see a meteor fly overhead or what they think is a meteor uh we instantly jump to what I wrote here as a racist farmer, and I don't mean that in the sense that the farmer is racist. I mean that in the sense that it is somehow a racist portrayal of farmers, which I feel like is important. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. It's uh, it's rare to see white people get so like commodified and you don't film see that this, a lot. As this man, it's it's very rare, and it's I gotta be honest, kind of great. Like it really, it threw me off, and I'm kind of into it. Um, he said yeah, just like that canoe uh, in the back of the minivan. <laughs> It literally threw you off, though. That's the difference. Uh, he says the line, I'll be greased and fried, which I think is fun. Oh, yes, he does. <laughs> I'll be greased and fried. Which, this is the first instance, but really every every line that is delivered is a great example of... I legitimately... Actually, my wife made a great note. She said, um, everyone in this movie is just killing it at their job of acting. They remember all the words, I promise. So it's just a lot of, yeah. like... There's so much screaming for no reason. They're just like at an 11 for no reason all the time. They're like, we got to get out of here. Be quiet, everybody. I don't <laughs> I don't get it, but I love it. There's this palpable sense of like, you can tell who's the experienced actors and who were just hired on for this movie. And they are absolutely convinced this is their big break. 100%. Because a lot of the adults are doing just a regular kind of like, I'm getting paid for this performance. <laughs> And then a lot of the younger actors are like, this is my moment. I am so scared. 
You know who bridges that gap though is Sher- is uh, Officer Mooney. <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Beautiful, just beautiful work. We'll get to him though. Uh, the farmer walks <laughs> through the woods and he finds an, a circus tent, and his first thought is not, "This is." probably scary or bad his first thought is cool circus i like circus maybe we can get free tickets i have no i have no like i can't fathom what in his mind would is it like oh you found us free tickets for you (laughs) i don't know what his thought is on that um what's next uh farmers steal his dog yeah they steal his dog in a net like an old-timey pet what are the animal wrangler very loony. I do tunes. love that. Just well, that is a fu- net with arm. Zoop. It's funny you say that because this whole movie is just aliens with Looney Tunes logic against regular <laughs> human beings with Earth logic from Earth. It really is. <laughs> and that I feel like that is where this movie is actually solid is when the aliens are just doing crazy shit. And the humans are like, you shouldn't be able to do that. It is kind of funny. Also, I like how you see that Earth logic actually is pretty effective against cartoon logic sometimes. It kind of is. I guess we'll get to some of that. Um, <laughs> well, farmer's dead. He died. Rest in peace, farmer. Back at the police station, Officer Mooney. This is our introduction to the best character in this movie, Officer Mooney. He's For sure. harassing teens as he is wont to do. Um, mm-hmm. He hates those those darn teens. He hates them. He hates them so much. I feel like this scene is fun because it's just like introduce Mooney, show that he hates teens, end scene. Like that, this whole movie really is just in and out. We show you what you absolutely bare bones need to know, and then we're gone. <laughs> oh, also Dave is introduced in this scene. Oh, Dave is introduced in that scene. You're right, because he's like, don't harass these kids. And Mooney's like, I'm gonna, though. I'm gonna do that. Uh, We jump back to our young couple. Mike does just a tiny little racism on the top of a car. And then they go... Oh, yes. Just a little (laughs) one. Just a little. It's the 80s. Just a little guy. You gotta get one in there. Uh, They go to try to find where the shooting star landed, which is insane. But they that's, you know understandable yeah, I've never i've never seen a shooting star land like i've never i've never been able to track one all the way to the horizon especially not when you're like in the middle of the forest and you see a shooting star and then debbie's just like it can't be that far let's go what let's go well she was right it was literally 100 yards away she was right that is true <laughs> debbie is afraid uh after they find the tent and mm-hmm. Mike uses Scooby-Doo logic on her, which I think is fun, because he goes... Which is what? I'll, I'm just going to go? Yeah, and... which is, you can stay here, um, but just remember that you're going to be alone here. And then she goes, rut row, and she runs after him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I see what you mean. I feel like I'm just slamming these notes. You guys, it's, you cut in if you got stuff to talk about. I've been, I've just been like, all my notes are affirmations of the things that you were saying. Like, my notes go, casual racism. Nice. Uh, something feels wrong. Oh, come on, Deb. They had no problem finding the entrance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess that leads us to probably, I think, the best just overarching thing in this movie, which is the clowns themselves uh, and Mm -hmm. just like the set design around their weird circus tents and just crazy, non like completely unreasonable, makes absolutely no sense, absurdist everything that they have Uh, because they go in. I actually... When they go in, I was like, "Ooh, this is a fun little little set." It's a I like the fun the colors. Bit. Yeah, I feel like every set with the clowns is pretty great. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, also, just the costuming, the way that the clowns move and operate, I think is it's <laughs> for some reason it's endlessly watchable to me. Yeah, you really 
you you assume that it's gonna be scary at some point, but it just never can be. <laughs> There's like two moments that it's marginally kind of upsetting to look at, and it's it's like passing in a fleeting second. But they're magically suctioned inside. Oh yeah, in the door. Yeah, they're just they're it's gone. Like, I also appreciate that there's... Not that there's none. There's plenty of visual effects in this movie, but, like, most of it is just... It's just a set. It's, like, classic Mm -hmm. Star Trek, the original series. We built this thing. You can only shoot it from this angle, and even sometimes, maybe not. (laughs) It's beautiful. (laughs) Uh, They explore around for a while, and they find the cotton candy cocoons. So this is where our homework might or might not have kicked in. Preston, I know... I know that you didn't do the homework. Lincoln, did you get a chance to do the homework? Yes, I, I ate a, a bowl of popcorn while okay. I was watching the movie. All right. How did that affect your viewing experience? Well, I was just like, when I saw the big tub of popcorn yeah. in this movie, with the, I was like, oh, popcorn. And then I looked down at my popcorn. I was like, yes, <laughs> that is also popcorn. Well, you know what? Uh, not all assignments can be winners. <laughs> so uh, the line, <laughs> Debbie says the line... <laughs> Debbie says the line, I don't believe in UFOs, but if they do exist, we're in one, which is an all-timer for me. I want that on a shirt. Yeah, I love, because UFO means unidentified flying objects. So that just, if you say, I don't believe in UFOs, that means every flying object I've ever seen in my life, I immediately know what it is. It's instantly identifiable. No questions Instantly, asked. immediately identifiable. Yeah. And you know what? She's right. This is a fun little aside <laughs> that I'm going to take us on. Uh, I'm on a... On a UFOs subreddit, which is a good time because everyone sees a balloon in the sky and they're like, "Is this? Is this it?" And then a bunch of people are like, "No, it's not." It's really good. I like to see people's dreams get crushed on a daily basis. It's part of part of, part of my charm, part of what fuels me. There's so many people on the internet that want to believe in UFOs so bad. Yeah, I mean, I want to too, like, but not that. Like, bad. I can, I can imagine. I can see someone like building a ufo in an animation software and then exporting it and then rendering it and they're filming themselves doing this whole thing they export it and then they render it and then they put it in a visual effect they key it into the sky and somebody goes oh you found a real life ufo for sure really this time (laughs) it's kind of sad but also like do you not want to just I mean, I want there to be UFOs, but yeah. I just haven't ever seen any really good evidence of Would one. You not? Preston, you're being real quiet. Have you seen? Have you done seen yourself a UFO? You're out in alien town. I feel like. <laughs> yeah, come on. I mean, go, Preston. I don't. I don't. I definitely haven't seen one. That's the alien spot. Is is that's New Mexico? That's that's further south, more in the desert. Oh, yeah, than I guess that's true. You know, I guess that's a good point. Preston, did you know that? NDAs don't apply to podcasts. You can tell us. <laughs> right. I, I'm aware. Okay. <laughs> and yet here we are. <laughs> and yet here we are. I, I don't know what you're fishing for here, Lincoln. He's fishing for the dirt. That sweet alien yeah, dirt. I want, the, I want the cheese. You want the, the tease? <laughs> the cheese. Oh, the cheese. <laughs> Tease him with the cheese, yeah. Preston. I, I don't have... Tease me with the cheese, Preston. I don't have any alien cheese for you, Lincoln. <laughs> Just human cheese. Oh, that's that's hey, disappointing. I'm so glad really that, that was a clean cut. I need I need us to take just I don't have any alien cheese for you, Lincoln, and make that like part of the intro. That's so important to me. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll throw that in. Don't worry. Uh, I, I do man. I do appreciate though that what's her name? What's the Debbie? Debbie. There thank Deb. you. Thank you. It's almost too generic to remember. Um, almost. <laughs> Debbie I, I do appreciate that she sees, you know, circus tent. 
which is presumably a very, you know, human earthly thing, and just immediately, boom, UFO. That's like, I, I mean, know, if that, I that just seems like a strange jump to make. <laughs> that's here's that's this, fair. This this very earthly thing, and oh, UFO for sure. The problem is that the movie knows that you already know what this is because it's a movie called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> if the movie was called What Was That Thing in the Sky, maybe we'd have some leeway here. But like, yeah, yeah, we know where they're yeah, from. I guess if I that's fair. If I walked into a circus tent and behold, there was a bunch of multicolored weird architecture. I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't be that like thrown off. I wouldn't be like, oh, aliens. Yeah, I'd probably that's, be like, oh yeah, cool, yeah. a circus. Oh yes, yes, I know about circuses. I, I've never been to one, of course, because they don't <laughs> exist anymore. But I've I've, I've heard of them. It's is it's, it's as if as she books. was walking around this this site, they had a sign on the wall of their tent that says "Killer Clowns from Outer Space." It's, it's, very it's you know 80s, what with this movie, exciting leathering. I would not. That was I would not put oh, it past them to just pan to the left. Aliens. <laughs> I do appreciate, though, how disinterested this movie is in explaining anything, <laughs> anything, any of it, any of why. they. There is a scene right toward the end where they sort of wildly speculate, and I guess we're supposed to assume that that's correct, but... Yeah, they were exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? But I that, love it. That they're like totally some species that just happens to look and act exactly like earthly clowns. Yeah, and then they're like, maybe the clowns came back, came came to us many, many years ago and inspired what we think of as clowns, and also maybe they're here to mm-hmm. eat us all. Which is like both of yeah. those wild, wild assumptions before you see them eat I believe anyone. It. No, it makes sense. I believe that it's that's just... <laughs> true in real life. Oh, yeah. you know, that's what Roswell's all about. Is the <laughs> it's yeah, uh, yeah. Like ever heard of jesters, aliens? That, every single one of them. That checks out. I believe that. I also think that of pharmacists. Um, this is where we see <laughs> that there are bodies in the in the cocoons. Uh, which is just a great little effect. I really appreciate when they tear that away and it's just like a bright red. It's clearly eating away at the flesh body. Quality stuff. This is my kind of movie where it, like an image like that, <laughs> which is just so bright pink with the red blood. It's just, there's something about that that speaks to me. I see that and my heart goes, yep. cool. This is yep. good. Uh, we see a popcorn gun, Mike and Deb. I love the popcorn gun. Oh, you... I really want a popcorn gun. <laughs> yeah, I like that it's like not effective. That's that's what gets yeah. me is that it's just all the other stuff like the 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 cotton candy clearly eating away at the flesh the pies later on deeply deeply acidic uh-huh. this is just they, like, popcorn sizzle, in a gun sizzle, man like <laughs> yeah it's like if you if you threw a handful of popcorn at someone this is like exactly <laughs> how you picture it would have it would play out it has the same effect yeah and I like that mm-hmm. I like that there's no I guess the popcorn's kind of alive later but doesn't do anything no it doesn't do anything then either yeah they run away. There's a balloon dog that follows the trail. Um, I love that. I, also I love, love folding that. a little balloon and then it comes to life. I was like, oh, he's my best friend now. <laughs> yeah, this is the kind of stuff that makes me enjoy this. Is it's like, like that's a crazy weird idea. The shadow puppetry later, we'll mm-hmm. get to that, I'm sure. But like, oh yeah, all of these things are are genuinely creative thoughts. It makes me happy. Do you think Tim Burton saw this movie and it just like opened his world? <laughs> Tim Burton was like, wait, you can, you're allowed to. And then everyone's like, no, 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 no. This is the movie Tim Burton wishes he could make. (laughs) This is the the movie Tim Burton has been trying to make his whole career. Trying to achieve. Okay, actually, though, if Tim Burton did a reboot of Killer Clowns from Outer Space, I could not be more on board. That would be so... With Johnny Depp. (laughs) Perfect. As all of the clowns. As every single clown. (laughs) Uh, Where are we? Mike and Deb escape. We get... An yep. incredible shot of the clowns just sort of shambling toward the town. 
this is where we learn that so there's just so many of them, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go to yeah, the there's police. at least six, seven clowns. There's at least seven. <laughs> Up to eight. Nine might be pushing it a little bit, though. <laughs> uh, Mike and Debbie go to the police. This After this scene, we'll be in the middle of this scene, and also just cut through the next like 30 minutes of film, we just sort of get clown shenanigans, because I feel like they shot most of that and went, I don't know what to do with this, but we're definitely going to need it. <laughs> they had a whole part of their like production schedule that just said clown shenanigans. <laughs> clown shenanigans. Which I, I, Did you schedule anything else? No. Why would we? No, this full month is clown shenanigans. What do you mean? <laughs> what, what part is this even going to... Why like... are you even here? <laughs> what part is this even going to be in the movie? I don't know. We'll just cut it know. into some sort of a montage. and <laughs> <laughs> Clown shenanigans. That's all you have to know. Yeah. Did you guys know, actually, fun fact, did you know um, that the book It was actually originally titled Killer Clown Shenanigans, but they just chose not to do that <laughs> for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why Stephen King didn't make that happen. I think I, think I remember the source that you read that said that. And the actual truth, it was called It, colon, The Killer Clown Shenanigan, <laughs> Untold True Story. <laughs> the Netflix documentary. And everybody was like, wait, the Netflix documentary? what is a Netflix? And then um, that guy from the Facebook movie was like, don't call it It, Killer Clowns, Untold True Story, Netflix documentary. Just call it It. Wow. And that was, that was how it happened. That's impressive. And then Stephen King wrote Killer Clowns from Outer Space, that, <laughs> the book. By that guy in, in The Social Network, do you mean both of Army Hammer in The Social Network? Oh, uh, well, I mean at least one of them. Mm, just the left one. Um, among the clown shenanigans, we have Pretending to be an Animatronic, probably the best clown shenanigan. Puppet Show, also mm-hmm. quite a good clown shenanigan. Love the puppet show. General Vandalism, Pizza Delivery, Valentine Delivery, which feels like they hit a niche for a second. And we're like, maybe this will work. And yeah, it they were doing, They're just door to door for a while. Yeah. They chose the, uh, the Latter-day Saints method. Um, <laughs> Dave and Mooney argue because Mooney is just... 100% never ever going to believe that anything bad is happening in this town which I, I yeah there's something about his like blatant disregard for obvious truths that I can respect <laughs> yeah like that his 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 self delusion just keeps growing to accommodate <laughs> yeah. every situation that's currently happening yeah and we get to the point where like the phone is ringing off the hook and he's like these damn kids they're getting me again can i can i do a quick timeout please really yeah, quick? time us and- out and talk to, talk to you two as men. <laughs> I am so scared that we used up all of our funniness in the first like six minutes of this podcast, and I cannot think of anything funny to say now. Hey, you know, me too. I'm really worried about that. Yeah, I'm also. Do you want to take it? Do you want to take that. a second? Let's. You, you know what? Fuck it. Let's take a second. Everybody, put your stupid notes down for this stupid movie that I love. Um, we're just gonna take a second and recenter. <laughs> Does that sound down. good? We're gonna okay. Yeah, yeah. That Preston great. That hasn't great. done jack shit to prep for this. I'm I'm not even confident <laughs> that you watched this movie. Um, we're gonna, <laughs> did. We're, we're gonna did. take a second, and we're just gonna recenter. Find our funny again. You know, mm. let's get back in the drift. Yeah, yeah. Let's drift again. Yeah, guide guide us in some meditation. Okay. Think. Close. Close your eyes. <laughs> think about. Um, think about. Think about funny shit. Okay, I'm thinking about funny shit right okay. now. Lincoln, you've turned your camera off. You can't close my eyes. Yeah, cl- I, I'm, I'm closing your eyes. Oh. Okay, so 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 we're going to do some word association as part of this. Uh, okay, okay, okay. So uh, Preston, you're up first. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Um, knife. 
Okay, so it's got to be faster than that for sure. It's got you well, have to know how word association are, are you works. Trying to, well, we, yeah, are, you, are, are we trying to say something funny? Is that no, 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 no. You just no, say no. you just say the funniest next single word. Say the first thing that comes up in your mind. Not even funny. Not even funny. Okay, so just just you need to shake your willies off. That sounds not good. But you need to, <laughs> John, <laughs> shake our willies. <laughs> <laughs> Let me digitally shake That's both of your willies real quick. <laughs> shake my digital willy, John. Um, talk, talk about blade voters. Okay. Just like get us, get us back to when we were good. Lincoln, if back you to think, when we were funny. If you think that I don't have a solid 15-minute TED talk about blade boners, you are wrong. Okay, Preston, we're playing a game. Word association, just the first word that pops into your mind. And I mean that. So if I hear, if you're silent for another 20 seconds, I'm just going to not say anything because I'm going to assume your mind is extremely blank. <laughs> right. I, I thought you were fishing for something funny and I couldn't think of I'm something not fishing for, immediately just, funny just, when you said knife. That's okay. No, we're recentering. I can't, I can't, Preston, we can't expect us to recenter and then come in and, and be like, just say some funny shit immediately. I know that's what I did, but like. We got to build up to it. Yeah, yeah. You got to sort of. You got to get back in the zone. Okay, are you ready? Yes. Hats. Uh, wearing one. Okay. So what? So Preston, it's one word. <laughs> word association. Okay. Not... Have have me go first. Okay. Link it. Yeah. Funny shit. <laughs> Don Cheadle. <laughs> oh, Lincoln! It's only okay. one word. That's uh, that's you two only say words. One word, Lincoln. John, John. That was one. It was hyphenated. Uh, yeah. You've both failed. It was, it was one word. You both beefed it. We're going to try a new game um, called okay. Two Truths and a Lie, and but also it's it's really three lies. Um, you tell okay. me which of these is the truth in these three lies. Number one, okay. I'm feeling good about this podcast episode so far. Number two, number two, <laughs> um, I, I hate the movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space, keeping it on, on theme. And number three, uh, there isn't, there, I, I, I didn't have potentially a double white Russian just now. I don't know what my wife made for me. <laughs> what of those three definite lies is the truth? Oh, no, I wait. I think the, the third <laughs> one, one of them actually is the truth. <laughs> yeah, shoot. Wow, it's kicking in. Um, are, we, are we funny again? Did we do it? Uh, yeah, we're good. All right. Let's so, go back. <laughs> we're centered. Okay. You, you've, you've waggled our willies into oblivion. And <laughs> Oh, good. I'm glad to hear it. If you need me to waggle them again, just let me know. I'll waggle those. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. Okay. I will. Good. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just power through some of this because a lot of it is just sort of back and forth between cops and clowns doing fun mm-hmm. stuff. So really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Don Cheadle. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? This isn't word association anymore. So anyway, Don Cheadle. Fuck. Um, we. <laughs> I'm just going to talk about the clown stuff. You know what? Off book again. We're doing a Constantine. We're just going to talk about some of the fun stuff that the clowns did in this there movie. There we go. Did we like? Did we like the shadow puppetry? Because that's my favorite bit. Actually, that I, or just using Mooney as an actual puppet. Those are my two favorites. That was good. I think the shadow puppetry just like every time we cut to the reverse shot, it's gone up a level of like <laughs> abstraction. Yeah. Like it's it's what dog back. Oh, that's cool. Monkey. Oh, cool butterfly oh cool uh troop of dancers <laughs> and you're like okay okay i don't uh living breathing actual physical mouth that will swallow you up yeah which is this glowing red eye too which is pretty sick 
I want that power. That's a cool superpower. That's a quality. Yeah, that was, that was a good bit. Although not my favorite of the clown bits. Preston, what was your favorite of the clown bits? I think my favorite, Preston, we might. this so, might be yeah. jumping ahead too far, but I think at this point we're kind of throwing. Um, yeah, caution to the wind. Window. Um, is when uh, Debbie is at her house and she goes to jump out the window and there's just like four clowns with the little yes like, catch thing. Which <laughs> this I, is quite good. In my head, there's just all of these clowns around every single corner of the house just just in case that's the window that she decides to go out of. <laughs> or there's one group of clowns that says, all right, this has to be the window. I really hope this is the window. And I'm really, <laughs> this has really stoked it. when... That's the window that she happens to look out of. <laughs> or they got a spotter. They're like, oh, she's she's closer to the north window. And they're like shuffling around the building. Like, okay, 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 okay. Oh, no, wait, she went back south. Turn, go back, go back, go back. John, yeah. I want you to tell me okay. if you were to... So this is another kind of inside inside baseball moment. I've watched this movie fully one week ago because we thought we were going to record this a lot earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I don't... I want you to try to describe to me a clown shenanigan and i want to see if i could tell whether or not it was actually in the movie oh this is fun okay um oh preston you can join in on this this is gonna be fun yeah yeah um okay so there's there's the um there's a little like car they have a little car that they get to the to the like amusement park thing and there's like eight clowns that all step out of it and they do like almost an obligatory clown car joke Okay, yes, that is in the movie. Correct. Okay, good. There is the potential, it's it's a little unclear, but there is the potential that popcorn becomes a bunch of clown snakes in a turlet. Mm Mm-hmm. I do. (laughs) That scene is so strange, and it doesn't make any sense. And I think it is, in fact, in the movie. It is, in fact, in the movie. Good job. Um, In the final kind of big boss zone that they have but before the weird clown god comes down um okay yeah yeah there are three separate bespoke clowns hold on yeah okay there are three clowns and they each have a different flavor of popcorn gun it's not used but it's there and there's like a little passing shot of all three of them one of them i think is cheese one of them's caramel and one of them is just regular was that might that might have been in the movie (laughs) is that your final answer (laughs) I'm going to say no. No, it's not your final answer? I'm going to say my final answer is they, that was not in the movie. Lincoln, I think I think this is a pretty memorable-ass movie because you're getting all of these. Because <laughs> I keep getting it right? Okay, okay. I think you've got a handle on this. You know this movie, in and out. Okay, yeah. We're good, we're good. I think I passed the test. Let's We'll continue. I'm proud of you. That was fun. Let's gamify more stuff sometime. Um, did you guys like the big clown god at the end? That was clearly like I thought the, a la Godzilla. The clown god was so cutscene. Very. <laughs> like it was totally like in a at the end of a mario game when you think you've beaten bowser and it's like the ground shakes a little and then giant <laughs> skeleton bowser falls from the ceiling it's definitely keeping with the theme of nothing being explained at all yeah like, oh yeah they have a clown god is he like is he the core of the sh- is he their leader i don't know he's big don't worry about is it. he like a balrog is he like a <laughs> what what are the what are the what are the mean guys from from star wars that are in like the bottom of Jabba's pit. Oh, Han Solo. What are those called? The Rancor. Ah, yes, yeah. <laughs> Rancor. I said Balrog, and I was thinking Rancor. Wow, how dare you mix that? Might be the nerdiest, but I like the idea. That might be the nerdiest <laughs> sentence you've ever said. 
Oh, that's yeah, my yeah, bad. Where all the makeout <laughs> spots were. I said Balrog, and I meant Rancor. My bad. Do you want to go make out in a canoe in the back of a <laughs> minivan? Want to hear something really funny? Yeah. Speaking of high school, Lincoln. And canoes when and I was minivans. In, ironically, I can't wait for this. <laughs> when I was in ninth grade, I had braces, and I remember telling myself. I am not going to kiss anyone until I at least get these braces off because I don't want my first kiss to have braces on. Sure. And then I got my braces off and my brain went, well, did you know that you in fact took out, there was no worry that this was going (laughs) to happen because you didn't take any action to get to know anyone. (laughs) You, you didn't, you didn't approach any single girl in your whole school this whole year. Like what were you so concerned about? And then I got my braces off and I was like, yeah, now I can totally kiss all the women that I definitely have talked to and I know all their names. You're just holding them back. <laughs> They've been, I've just been like one arm out, like not yeah. till these come off. Ma'am, no. Leave room for dentist. <laughs> Leave room for... <laughs> I was about to say the name of my actual orthodontist. <laughs> I thought maybe that's not such a great idea. <laughs> Uh, Press and I are going to just start guessing names. You let us know when we've hit it. Keith. Yes. Shoot. Okay. Just kidding. Last name Shaniqua. You are already like actually too close. You have to stop. (laughs) I want to. Okay. I had the thought about halfway through this. I feel like if ever there was a movie that is just ripe for a remake, it is probably this one because there's something. Do you think it would be a. You think it'd be like a, uh, this time it's actually scary kind yeah, of re- that's remake? that's kind of what I'm hoping for, but with still the kind of sardonic vein going through it. Like, I want it to mm-hmm. be Looney Tunes-ish in a sense that crazy, they're still able to do all the weird stuff, but then, like, mm-hmm. him using Mooney, like, as a puppet is legitimately upsetting. That would be... Yeah, that scene is pretty scary. It's a little scary, and that's what, I think that was the scene that I was like, oh, you could have made something pretty upsetting with I this. I think if I, if I had to have three... I'm thinking of three scenes right now that are that even gave me a little bit of fear that could definitely be expanded upon in this reboot. Yeah. One is yes, using Mooney as a puppet. Two, walking into the room with the clown feet all over the walls. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was very good. And then three, uh, the scene with a little kid who's getting tempted by the clown. That is, mm. in my opinion, the scariest scene in this movie. Because you really, you like this like jokey explanation of the clowns just just totally wrecking everybody. Yeah. And all of a sudden, this comes into contact with like, do I do I believe that this movie is gonna kill this kid? Right. Is this, do I is believe this movie that this is to gonna happen? A child who seems fine is it like it's not? There are horror movies. There are just all kinds of movies that like kill kids. But it's usually after a solid ten to fifteen minutes of explaining why this kid is a dickhead and deserves to die. Yeah, this is just a this is just a little girl who wants to eat a burger at a restaurant. Just a girl at a McDonald's, and for that she deserves to beef it. Yeah, so for a second there, I was like, "Well, they did kill the dog, so they sure did." So part of me was a little concerned that I'm going to have to watch this kid die, and then it got stopped the last second, and I was like, "Oh wait, this movie did it? Did it work on me for a second? <laughs> was I actually was I convinced by the by the scary for a little bit?" I'll add one more when the clown imitates. What is it? Mike's voice at the door. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's a pretty scary scene. For sure. I feel like there's something you can do with Toilet Baby. That's. (laughs) You could make that scary. Good, especially because the rest of the movie is so, like, Looney Tooney, haha funny. And then there's, like, a couple of those little moments scattered throughout that are pretty unsettling and terrifying. And it's just, like, I feel like it kind of ramps that up a little bit. 
because yeah. the rest of it is so goofy and silly. Because we got time to fill. Who would you guys have make it? Mooney for sure. Oh no, I think Mooney, Mooney needs to be puppeted. But, but, <laughs> maybe maybe we can merge the kid and the puppet scene. <laughs> That's dark. No, it's <laughs> that so terrible. That okay? That's that's like full on like <laughs> like real horror horror. That is like yeah. No, that'd be horrible. That's awful. That, uh, <laughs> you want Mooney to survive that? I actually I do like the idea that he just ignores his way out of this whole deal. Well, see, he either ignores his whole way through and somehow survives, or for this actually scary sequel, he's like the weird hermit in the woods that then they go to go find and talk to, and he's the only guy that believes them. Oh, so you're saying it's a requel. So ah. it's like, it's 20, 30 years later. Right, And now exactly. people are like, you know, you know, one guy, they thought he was dead, but actually he just had to have a lot of plastic surgery done. <laughs> he had to get his whole colon he reconstructed. All of his guts uncrushed, but otherwise. I support that. I actually, I'm into that. I think Dave should definitely die. Yeah, Dave deserves to die. No question. I think Mike... I think Mike and Deb, I still like Mike and Deb making it. And I don't, I really didn't like the other, the two other boys. The you didn't like cream. the ice cream boys. Yeah. What, what, for what reason? Paul because and... they were horrible. Was that why you didn't, <laughs> you didn't like the Terenzi well, brothers? I, just, I didn't, I didn't love the Terenzi brothers. I just, I felt like, what did I, I didn't feel anything about them. That's why. Yeah. I feel like all of their scenes are not great. Like there's, and I didn't really see a reason for them to be in the movie at all. Well, because they thought that the movie, I assume, was too scary, so they were like, "We gotta add some comedic relief, or people are gonna, they're gonna die, they're gonna have a heart attack from all this cool, scary imagery." It is kind of funny that they appear at the very beginning and then absolutely, utterly disappear from the story, yep. and then have to get the whole movie explained to them, and then they go, "Oh, we're on board with this," and then just start participating in the story. I do kind of love that. It it almost makes you think that they like rented that van for like the the people who made the movie rented the van for like a day and then they or maybe mm-hmm. they shot the last scene with the van and they were like well unfortunately we only had on one van fortunately the shot of it exploding is pretty cool so they were like i don't know what to do here <laughs> like we're just gonna have to cut some of their scenes there was a, a solid moment where i was suspecting that the two people in the van were the actual filmmakers like they were the ones who wrote it and that's that why they were in the movie it does kind of feel self-insert especially at first when you Mm -hmm. if you don't know that they're coming back it's just like two weird creeps perfect (laughs) this is a total this is out of absolutely nowhere have you ever thought that in to make a found footage movie you always need one character who's obsessively filming everything yeah and that's just like not a real person in real life it's really not it's 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 not i wish it was because then no i don't because it's stupid (laughs) (laughs) what i was i don't know where i was going with that like like no matter what genre your found footage is this movie isn't found footage by the way i don't know why i brought this up (laughs) i has nothing no matter what genre of found footage movie is you always have to have one character who's lonely and sad and has to spend the whole time behind a camera filming everything else yeah and even like i feel like if you set it up with with the idea of oh my my, you know, long distance girlfriend has got to see all the things I'm doing this day. Eventually some weird monster attacks and you're like, you'd stop. You'd stop doing that. You would have stopped by now. Yeah. You wouldn't have just like ran away and kept the film <laughs> running while you jiggle it around. Yeah. <laughs> should this have been a found? Okay. I'm no, good. we don't. I was trying to think if this should be a found footage movie. I think it'd be really funny. I think it'd be funny if just the scenes of the people were found footage and the clowns were just entirely uh, conventionally shot. The clowns were just full blown normal shots. 
Uh-huh. That would be fun. Or the clowns were like reality TV shot. Not sure I see your vision on that one. <laughs> like like l- really long zoom ins and a little bit of shaky cam and like boom mics like dipping into the frame and then pulling back out. And they occasionally just like fade to black and then fade right back in as if we cut the commercial out. Yeah. <laughs> and then occasionally one of the filmmakers just gets attacked by one of the clowns. I can see that. Lincoln wants keeping up with the clown dashians. The killer clown dashians from outer space. <laughs> Which, um, uh, sounds a little entertaining, I won't lie. I, I, now that you say it like that, I would definitely watch it. Yeah, I definitely, like, the scene of them vandalizing a random convenience store. Oh, you could have made that a whole movie with just the guy standing behind it, like, I don't know what to do in this moment. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, like, they're not... They're not being actively harmful, but they're definitely not, like, good. (laughs) And there's just a narration, like, the clowns decided to go to the convenience store and have a little bit of fun. (laughs) And there's, like, plinky, messing things up music playing. Or we go, like... The cuts to the talking heads would be the funniest. Or we go full, like, planet Earth. Here we observe the wild killer clowns from outer space in the natural habitat. Destroying a convenience store. Convenience stores. <laughs> I like that. That's their nat- natural habitat. Yeah, not a circus. <laughs> no, like a or an amusement park, a store. Well, <laughs> because you know when you when you go to the to go to the Seven Eleven and there's you know the Seven Eleven clown and he's there to give you a little treat and tell you what is the best flavor of Slurpee. <laughs> Harold the Seven Eleven clown. <laughs> Harold the Seven Eleven clown. Tell me what rack of hot dogs are the newest. <laughs> what are the oldest, Harold? Which the ones, Harold? Which ones are the worst and are almost beef jerky but not close enough to make it edible? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I really missed the Harold. Oper- Harold, no, go ahead. Tell me what kind of sushi you want. <laughs> tell me what kind of sushi and, is the best gas station sushi. And Harold looks at you dead in your eyes and he's like, "Well, you know, it's all the sushi." I like Harold. Harold's fun. I would get a Harold <laughs> just for life as a butler. Interesting. Like a, a okay, okay. Are you saying you would? He is just. I would not want a person dressed up as a clown in my <laughs> no, house no, 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 at no, all no, times no, no. waiting on me. Absolutely not. not. Hearing me. Would not be a fan of a clown. You're not either. hearing me. I would like specifically a killer clowns-esque clown. I don't want a guy dressed as a clown. I want a weird clown monstrosity lumbering toward me with some tea and sandwiches. I still say no, but all right. <laughs> I understand I why you said yes. To each their own. They really had a missed opportunity in this movie to have like a human clown, like the occupation, oh, you know, human clown so and true. have that interaction. Yeah. Either as, well, I don't know. I just, I don't know. That just seems like a missed opportunity oh, for a funny for Like me. where one, where a clown does a trick and the other guy does a trick back. Yeah, we could do, do a and dueling then, clowns sort of situation. And it like escalates and then and then the alien clown does some sort of like crazy over the top violent act. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that's exactly what I want. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty fun. Oh, we didn't talk about when the little clown punched the guy's head off for touching his bike. Oh, I do remember that. <laughs> that <laughs> seems awesome. That was good. That was a good time. I like it because when he just des- destroys the bike, it's very clear that it's just an actual regular bike. It's not like an alien technology bike or anything. Yeah. The guy kicks the bike apart. And then you're looking at this tiny cloud. Like, what is, what is this going to do? What is, <laughs> what is the plan here? And then he just jumps up and punches his head clean <laughs> off. When jumps, comes back down with I, boxing it, gloves and makes it into a whole bit. Uh-huh. 
That is true. Yeah. Which, which actually, they never really talk about. about it was a pretty good clown bit. It's a good clown bit. They never talk about where they're jumping to. They, they, they all to. jump directly up. Yeah, it's true. They don't. I, th- I think that's that's something that the movie does. Or this is an example of a movie where if you explain just a little bit, it's not going to be enough explanation. <laughs> so in this movie, they just explain absolutely <laughs> so, nothing. And you yeah, just sort and they're of like, it's it. your problem. You figure yeah, exactly. it out. Yeah, like thinking through other alien movies, things like Cloverfield. Cloverfield is a movie that gives you just a little bit of information. And then everybody's like, well, then what's happening for any of this? How does it make sense? I, I agree with you. This movie has the common decency to just be like, if you're wondering about it, you're probably one of the people that got ate up by the shadow. Doesn't matter. This is a good movie. This is a great movie. This is the best movie. <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't prepared for how much we were just going to be grasping at straws for the back half of this episode. Because like, <laughs> oh, just because every other every other back half of every other episode is so been, strong has in comparison. Been bangers, back back to back, rock solid, just great ones. I think it's hard because it's like. I don't know that I, I can view this as like a bad movie. It's just a really shitty, cheesy, like eighties alien monster movie. Like Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't some of it is it doesn't pretend to be anything it's not. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's that's kind of the problem. Like I can't make fun of it in any way that the movie wasn't ready to laugh at itself. Yeah, yeah. that the movie like, wasn't like, you're right, that is ridiculous. It mm. like lays when, out this concept and it like follows through on that concept. <laughs> you know most very very faithful (laughs) most podcasts i feel like have this uh they have this thing where every episode is pretty uh similar most podcasts where i feel like our podcast is really it's very listenable because it's sort of a journey to become a good podcast eventually and what i learned (laughs) is that uh doing a couple of quick math calculations 80 percent of the movies i watch probably can't be used for this podcast at all (laughs) I've been I've been like setting up a running list of the like right energy of movies to to make both of you watch. I think I'm trying to find the right energy still. I think the the one problem with this movie is just that it's self-aware. Mm. It's just ahead of us. That's true. In it terms knows. of making fun. It knows. It knows who we are. Mm. It has our number. <laughs> it's got me. Maybe that's why I like it so much now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We all liked it. We all just walked away huh. from this movie like that was kind of fun. Well, liked is a strong one. word, but uh it's not yeah it's like <laughs> you love liked it. is literally the opposite of a strong word <laughs> liked is the Fair most enough. milk toast Fair. word you could choose <laughs> that's true. but i do appreciate that you hear we liked this movie and your brain instantly went i mean <laughs> well you tolerated this movie is yeah, what you're saying. yeah yeah i tolerated it yeah <laughs> i would never Good. watch again i would never recommend it to anybody to both unless of unless you're listening to this podcast then i i feel like well, it's too, if you're listening to this podcast, it's already been recommended to you last week, and oh, there's no point. one we can do for that. <laughs> that's a very good point. And you definitely watched it. And you for sure watched it, as all of us do. As all of us do every single time. <laughs> definitely we watched it. Just once. I, I will admit something. I did watch this at 1.25x speed. <laughs> <laughs> did you actually? <laughs> well, I was watching it, and it was on YouTube, which is kind of fun crazy it was just in youtube's like library and i was watching it thinking i can change the playback speed will it really affect how the movie feels and guess what <laughs> it didn't affect it at all just just maybe make it, it even more, more cartoony and looney tunesy yeah yes it, it definitely did 
Hmm. Instead of 24 frames per second, we're at a solid like 32 now. <laughs> Just once, I want somebody to have not watched the movie and come into this and try to like, <laughs> we'll start the episode with, hey, one of the three of us hasn't seen the movie. You guess which one it is. Try to figure Ooh. out which one. Yeah. <laughs> Except it would be me every time. <laughs> Or is that a new podcast spinoff we do? Actually, the funnier podcast, if you were doing just an April Fool's single one, is none of us watch a movie and we just like bullshit our way through the entire thing. That's good too. And we're like referencing fake notes. Like, oh, I, I wrote a note about that. But I do like the, uh, your, uh, the mole style. Like one of these people is a liar. Try to figure out which one. Yeah. It's gotta be, it's gotta be a question. Well, are we at the point where we uh, tell uh, tell uh, each other what this movie was the cinematic? Oh, thank God! Equivalent yeah, to? I thought that we were let's, fully let's out wrap of stuff. This up. Well, this, I think no, we, we hit can, an hour. That seems like our minimum. Let's put a bow on this. We can flesh this out. We can flesh out. <laughs> well, we, the we need at least a tiny bit of breathing room because there was there were some moments back there that are getting cut to the, the cut to the bone. There's some stuff that's getting axed for sure. Yeah, I believe we are at that point. Uh, Lincoln, do you... I guess we'll just round robin as you have them. How's that sound? We, we try not to do yeah, that. Yeah, that's, that's, I think, the best way to do it. Okay. This movie is the cinematic equivalent to listening to your friend describe a dream, but you are like... You think that maybe you had a shared dream with them, and it's just becoming increasingly clear that that is actually not true. <laughs> you do not have a shared dream with them. Uh, this uh, this movie is the cinematic equivalent of what I can only assume taking LSD and then looking at a blank white wall would be. <laughs> this is the cinematic equivalent to finding a box of old photos in a closet in the upstairs of your room and realizing that every single one of them has been blanked out by exposure to the sun. <laughs> uh, this is the cinematic equivalent of going to a yard sale, finding a grouping of DVDs, and then getting excited because you're like, oh, physical media. And then you realize it's all the blind side. It's just 18 copies of the blind the side. <laughs> this movie is the cinematic equivalent to when you're eating at an olive garden and you order the spaghetti and they deliver the spaghetti and you start eating it and you realize that the only thing they've added besides noodles is garlic. <laughs> uh, if I can actually just throw on, if I can just sort of twist yours a little bit, this is the cinematic yeah, equivalent. Chop of, and screw it. <laughs> let me chop and screw it real quick. Uh, this movie is the cinematic equivalent of eating at an olive garden. <laughs> on acid that's no that's it just eating it at olive garden it's interesting and sometimes there's weird flavors but you know this movie is the cinematic equivalent of waking up from a way too long nap and having absolutely no idea where you are or what has happened in the last 48 hours <laughs> that's the most accurate one yeah that's good that's a good one <laughs> this movie is the cinematic equivalent of drinking a Coors Light in front of your dad while he just dead stares straight into your eyes and you have to down the whole thing. <laughs> what? That is such a specific... <laughs> I don't know what to say for that. I think we should unpack that later. <laughs> I think we're going to have to. This movie is the cinematic equivalent of having three toddlers try to tell you the same story all at the same time. <laughs> Uh, this uh, this movie is the cinematic equivalent of drinking your cereal milk and forgetting that you did not in fact have Fruit Loops, but you had Cocoa Puffs, but you weren't prepared for that flavor at all. Okay, I think we're good. Wow. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Twinkie Talk. Thank you for, you know what? Actually, everybody shut up. Thank you guys for um, suffering through this episode of Twinkie Talk. <laughs> this episode, yes.
I need to I need to tell you both of the uh, next movie. Oh yeah, that's right. I am going to text in our uh, group chat a link, and the link is to a short story. Um, hey Lincoln, your assignment. Mo- movie. Are you getting a little avant garde with this one? You know we do. Oh yeah, I'm getting. Up. We don't do short stories in this. This isn't like a slam poetry no, 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 read off. Your assignment is to read the short story. It's it's very short. It's it's I think um like 20 pages but two pages per like regular like eight and a half by 11 so like 10 pages that's a lot of pages very i read it it's 10 pages i read it i read it earlier this week it took me 20 minutes this is going to be kind of a a real homework actually you actually have to read a short story (sighs) i wish i really wish one third of this group wasn't a teacher i just feel like i can't (laughs) (laughs) is this is this for your resume lincoln (laughs) yeah no Okay, so I'm sending the link right now. Do the other part of it is to not look up anything about this movie. Okay. Okay. So read the short so story. Just, just read it. Read the short story. Read it with with knowing that it is a movie. The short Come story. Come have a movie? maybe just general. What the short story is a movie. It is a, the short story is a movie. It got, it gets adapted into a movie. Okay. So I want you to read the short story have a general impression of what you thought of the, of the story itself. And then watch the movie with no research in between those two things. The movie is the title of the short story. Oh, okay. It is called Johnny Mnemonic. And I am so, so excited to share this movie with you. Wow. I can't, I can't wait. I, this is one I, I have not seen. Is, is this a, a read the short story and then immediately read, like watch the movie? I don't care when you do. I just want you to read the short story first and not look up anything before you watch the actual movie. Okay. All right. Well, so anyways, there's um, your homework. We did that. We did the episode. We did a, a happy Halloween nerds. Um, <laughs> happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. From, from it's our... scary. How not funny. This podcast was it's scary. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> get your tricks out. Get your treats on. Um, stay safe out there. Uh, <laughs> Jiggle your jiggle your willies. Jiggle your willies, but not uh, to an unconsenting party. Um. <laughs> Start us off, John. We got we got outro us, John. We gotta uh, this Sorry, we right broke now. your brain. I don't know if <laughs> I want to. Uh, I think I, I actually think I want to keep re- keep recording. This is going really good. Um, I have been uh, brother John. Use it. <laughs> I have been brother Lincoln. What did you do today? <laughs> And I have been Brother Preston. I am totally blanking on what my tagline is. Uh, Good podcast, everybody. Bye. Bye. (laughs)